0: Okay, so I don't know how big your hamburger was yesterday, it's 4th of July, if it was this big or if it was this big, but we're going to bite off a pretty big uh, piece of Scripture today. But as you hear this and as it sort of washes over you, I want you to focus on hope, help, and being conquerors. Paul writes to the church in Rome. We know that the whole creation has been groaning, as in the pains of childbirth, right up to the present time. Not only so, but ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope, we are saved But hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what they already have? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. among many brothers and sisters. And those he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. What then shall we say in response to all these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, How will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God hath chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus who died, more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God, and also intercedes for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So we begin with hope. Hope is a powerful thing. In the movie Shawshank Redemption, Morgan Freeman's character says to Andy Dufresne, hope is a dangerous thing. Hope is a powerful thing. And it is fitting on this 4th of July weekend for us to begin with hope. For our nation was founded on hope. First, hope to be free from tyranny. Hope that these 13 colonies could carve out their own destiny. Hope has been woven into the fabric of our nation. How many thousands have come here in hope of a better life? Came past the Statue of Liberty hoping to carve out a better life. Not just for themselves, but for their family. How many immigrants came here, just one person, to carve out a life, to make enough money so that they could afford to bring all the family here? Hope has been woven into the fabric of our nation. We even have a name for it, the American dream. Hope that life will Get better. Hope that life will be better for our children and our grandchildren than it has been for us. But hope can be a dangerous thing. Because when you found a nation on hope, you leave yourself open for division. When you proclaim to the world that all people are created equal you leave yourself vulnerable because people may not hope for the same thing our nation today finds itself i believe at one of those sticky places where we seem to be stuck like the scripture says we we're, we're groaning that all creation has groaned even to this present time that some believe that we need to go back to the way things were. That is their hope. Can we go back to the way things were? We seem to be in a time of reviewing our history, a desire to to go back maybe a generation or two to the way things were. But when we have reviewed our history, others have risen up and said that history is not exactly the way you remember it, that it wasn't available to all. And they have taken to the streets and streets in hope that the American dream would be available to all people of all colors of all ethnic backgrounds. Hope hope is a powerful thing. And these two divisions in our country clash. They clash on social media. They, they clash in our neighborhoods. They clash where we work. They clash literally in the streets. But it is hope, I pray, that unites them. Because both of them desire a hope for things to be better than they are today. The scripture tells us that we and creation groan like in childbirth. And in this hope, this hope for something we, we cannot see, this hope for something we, we do not have now, in this hope we are saved. And the scripture tells us that we are not left alone in this hope. But the Holy Spirit comes into us and helps us. The Holy Spirit comes in wordless groans when we do not know what to pray for. If anything, I believe this year 2020 has presented itself and overwhelmed us in prayer. How many of you have spent more time In silence in prayer than having your your pre-written out list of things to ask for God. Because it seems overwhelming. You don't even know where to start or what to pray for. But it is in that moment that the Spirit has a way, a doorway, a window into us to intercede in wordless Groans for us. We are not left alone in our help, but the Holy Spirit comes into us, into our groaning, and lifts up prayers for us, interceding, speaking, and asking for us. And God works for good. God works for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. For that's the only thing God can do is work for good because God is good. And when God comes in, when God intercedes, when God works in our our world and in our lives, God works for good even when we feel bad or broken. And... Because we have this hope, and because we are not left alone and we have this help, then we can become more than conquerors. Anyone ever wake up in the morning and feel like a conqueror? No. We're just trying to make it through the day. And in this year, We feel far less. We feel like this is a year that is conquering us, that every day, every week, every month presents us with something else. From viruses and pandemics to economic collapse and loss of jobs to uncertainty about the future. Even murder hornets. But thank goodness they have disappeared. The only thing wise enough to say... Don't worry, I'll come back when you're less busy. And somehow they won away. All of creation groaning and the Holy Spirit interceding for us in wordless groans when we don't know what to pray for. God working for good so that we, we can become conquerors. What? What? can we say to these things if god is for us who can be against us if god did not even spare his own son but gave the most precious thing to him won't he give us even more i believe that nothing can separate us from the love of god not trouble or hardship not persecution or famine, not nakedness or danger or sword, not uh, viruses or not pandemics or not loss of income or jobs, not economic collapse, not worry about the future. Nothing shall separate us from the love of Christ. Know in all these things, all these things we face today, we are more than conquerors through Him. Who loved us more than conquerors. We are through God who loved us. Not through our own wits. Not through our own talents or abilities. But through God who loves us. We, you and me, are more than conquerors. God gives us hope It is a powerful thing. And God helps us in our prayer and in our groaning. And God gives us the ability to conquer life, to walk with him, so that nothing, nothing ever will separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us hope. And you offer the help of your Holy Spirit. So come into our lives today and work for good. Work for good in those of us who love you. And open your love to all, O God. Come and make us conquerors in your name. Help us today, tomorrow, and every day to come. Amen.